0: Excellent, sir.
1: Excellent. I feel like um, I say this every single day at the moment. But how crazy is it at the moment? Just the world in general.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's it's went from fringe backstreet internet to main street, man. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Yeah, you are.
1: are you familiar with uh, astronomy in the sense of, like, age of Aquarius? That's what's happening now, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I believe so.
1: Which is meant to be when all the crazy shit goes down. And the Kali Yuga timing as well. I think that's meant to be around about now, where it kind of goes, just ramps up. <laughs> if you believe yeah, those it's, things.
0: It's, it's biblical. It's it's biblical, it's amazing, it's actually amazing because people like us, we've been awake for probably decades, and it's very hard to- I haven't been up,
1: not for decades, I would say five years.
0: Yeah, five years, 10 years, and you know, it was very hard to get through to people when when things were going well, Mm. but now, it, it, it's an easy sell. It, it, it's an easy topic to discuss because it's really happening. It, it, it's really here. You know, you've got pushes for forced inoculations. You've got a police state. You've got censorship. You you've got financial manipulation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all here. It's all, it's all arrived. So yeah, it's exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm actually happier now. Yeah, than I was when I first woke up. Even though life back then was better, because yeah, now it's, it's yeah. more it's more it's more real. It's like it wasn't all in vain. I never I never learned what I learned just for the sake of it. You know, yeah. I knew deep down it was true, but you always have that sort of doubt. It's like am I am I just gullible? <laughs> you
1: see, to be honest, <laughs> though, bro,
0: I, I, I wish I, I wish I was just gullible. I would. I would love to be proven wrong. <laughs> I had
1: the exact same conversation with my friend as I kind of. Sometimes I go off on a spiel if I if there's like a related theory or you know knowledge of some underground group that I know is related to the topic of conversation. I'll just chuck it as a bomb into uh, you know the let's say normie society, even though they're not they're, you know not full normies, uh, just to see what would happen. And It's like, I wish like you, I had the exact same thought. I wish I was wrong. I I truly wish that I was 100% wrong about everything because that would mean shit wasn't going down. But when I see you tweet about things a few months ago and it starts happening, I mean, everyone could read the signs and this is where your knowledge of history or at least uh, modern history uh, with the things that happen, you can pretty much predict what happens after. When you have utmost censorship of people, you have depersonalization of people in a in that way. You know, genocide yeah. is kind of down the line of that ideology, uh, if you whatever way you want to slice it. If you look back in time, so you know, it's just like we want to hopefully reverse and fight against that. Um, what do you think? Do you think
0: we can turn it around? I think we can. I think when I think when the average person, the average everyday Joe, realizes that this path that we're on, it does, like you said, it does ultimately lead to a genocide. Yeah. That 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 that's where that's where it will go. Yeah. You know that that's a it's a morbid thought, and it's hard to believe, but it is. I, I speak to people and I say it, it was less than 100 years ago. What yeah. happened in Russia, what happened in Germany? Yeah. When collectivist governments became too powerful. And the end result's always the same pattern it's yeah. dehumanization, censorship, yeah. then it's internment camps. And the end result is always a huge pile of fucking skeletons.
1: Yeah.
0: Always. Always. Because it's as if, like, it's as if the devil or demons, it, it just become they become too powerful, and all they want is death.
1: Yeah,
0: and and that's why they drive the the political class that they rule. they, they drive them to this this road where people people die. People are it's basically a sacrifice ritual. And is I think that what that's you why think they it is? It, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's why they hated I think that's why they hated Trump so much, because he wasn't launching new wars. He wasn't giving them the bloodlust they need to to satisfy their their God.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's break down that a bit. What do you think in your explanation are angels and demons? Do you think they're a, a a separate entity, uh, that actually takes over people or is it more so what can happen when someone, you know, reacts a certain way to their life and they get mental neuroses and all the rest of it. What's your take on angel and demons? Because I've, I'm kind of leaning into the way of like, well shit, these might be real, who knows, you know, or is it what we just put a name to, uh, afflictions
0: of the soul that can you know affect the human persona if that makes sense one of the guys in the lambros chat tom beaton he, he, he actually made a really good point once that, that resonated with me he said that demons and angels they're basically they're just humans without bodies some some are good some are bad you know so why would a why would a high vibrational being have any interest in tormenting somebody in this realm? Yeah, it's, it's always going to be a demon. Yeah, you know, it's like it's basically like a guy that's a bully. Yeah, yeah. let's go and let's go and, let's go and bully this guy because we're insecure. Yeah. So I, I think that it's quite a simple explanation, but I think that it's very easy to understand and it actually makes sense.
1: Yeah, for all intents and purposes, it's good to treat them like that, right? Yeah, kind of yeah. protects you from them. And, you know, this is why, like, you know, I used to be completely science-loving, no spirits, blah, 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 like pr- raised up, um, you know, to use logic and science and all the rest of it like we do at school, which is good. Yeah. You know, we need that. Um, and the principles are sound, but it can get twisted a little bit. Um, so when you have that, then... Um, just over the years, like, I I kept on seeing mentions of, you know, angels and demons. Every single society, every single community has, you know, some kind of local law around angels and demons or monsters or whatever they call it in their language. Like, every single fucking human community will have a shaman and that deals with their spirits. And so, like, just by looking at that, surely you have to think there's something to it. You know, it's not an isolated case. It's... Been written in history what we used to call thousands of years ago, like Jinns, Dj and NS, the uh, Middle Eastern spirit, like stories of that exist a long, long time ago. So given all that evidence, surely you'd give it just a, a you know, another look, which is eventually what I did. Um, so now, yeah, the, the vibration stuff, that makes sense. Um, you might as well treat it like that, and if you want to navigate your life around these people, or you know, even if they are people that they're just doing it because they're evil people, like you still have to treat them the, the same way.
0: Yeah, I think when it comes to when it comes to angels and demons, it's it's basically it's kind of like if you if you want to mess with that dark energy, it's like. It's like phone a, it's like picking your phone up and you phone a random number and you ask it for definitive answers. You might get a definitive answer. Chances are you won't. From what, the demons? Yeah. Yeah, then... like when people when people like to tap into this stuff, mm. you know, you assume you assume that a a realization is, is pure. And wholesome, but you must remember that Lucifer, when when Lucifer was an angel, he was the angel of light, the rainbow god. You know, the the devil comes to you as a a friendly, reassuring force. It's not going to be scary. It's not going to be frightening. It's going to be... you're, You're probably going to think it's God. It's the deceiver. These, these crazy, these crazy elites and stuff that we investigate and we've been looking at, whatever it is that they're in tune with, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's, it's not a human force. It's not pro-human, it's anti-human. The whole system is anti-human. Yeah. Even before yeah. COVID, the lockdowns, even before that, you know and I know that things weren't right. It's, it was, it it's been a slow decline over yeah, the last, yeah.
1: since, you know, probably since before I was alive.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not been, it's not ever been pro-human. No. Ever. Even Even. the monetary system, look, why, why do we need, why do we need money to live on a planet we were born on? You yeah. know, it's, it's the basics, you know, do, do we really need it? Of course, you could argue the practical use and the exchange of value, et cetera. But when when you go back to the foundation of money and who controls money, none of that was set up to help, to us. help anybody. Yeah, it's, it's about control, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think the bit that's really made it go haywire is, um, like say, okay, you need something to trade. It's probably more useful that we have this paper thing like, if, if there was no creator of money and nothing attached to that, okay, it might be a good system. But when you create money and then the people that had that idea to use it for control get to stay around in control of all of that, do you think that's going to go well? Do you think that's going to be a community outreach program that improves the quality of everyone's lives? No. Like, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's a very limited amount of people who can affect worldwide events if they help crash an economy, let's say, or, you know, all the rest of it make people... And this is what I'm scared of. Not scared, but, you know, it could happen, is that through this... All this GameStop stuff, all the stock manipulation, yeah. they're going... The SEC and the government is going to crash the stock market or say, oh, this triggered some collateral debt uh, and now the stock market's crashed and, you know, whether they need to flood money in the economy to do that or whatever they... They have their tricks with it so that everyone loses uh, a lot of their money. Uh, so that the government is the only way that they can survive. Uh, and then when the government is the only way that you can survive, you have to do what the government says. Otherwise, they'll kill you. And that's what happens in communist regimes. It's the same thing, it kind of loose back.
0: Yeah. So do you think that GameStop, do you think GameStop's potentially? It's, it's probably an organic movement, but do you think it's going to be, do you think that energy is going to be twisted I think and used right. against people? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, does, that, it does seem, it, it seems a wee bit too good to be true. Like, that. That's what I think. It, it, it's got the, it's got the QAnon sort of vibe around it. Yeah. The secret bet group that are beating the insiders. Yeah. And they're going to are going to hold them to ransom, and I don't know, man. M- maybe I'm just cynical towards it all now. But
1: hey, again, it goes back to what's what's maybe predict the next thing so you can be prepared. Or thing it doesn't do good to predict the future and you know have anxiety about that, really, because you can't change uh, the course of events other than yourself uh, for the most part. But what do you think is like? The best thing we can do now or people can do if they're, if they're trying to, let's say, awaken, or just make their friends and family a bit more aware of what's going on so that we can change the collective uh, opinion. Because when that energy entity of the collective has swung one way or the other, that's when you know the kind of pinball effect, if it gets to halfway, let's say, and then starts to just expand and dominate the public's view for the most part, then that's when it kind of slides the other way in your favor. So the only way you can do that is by raising the vibration of yourself and just figuring yourself out. Uh, And the other thing I think is just to be vocal about what you think because one of the, again, uh, standard communism tactics that they use is they scare people from saying their true opinion. And, you know, in order to get uh, control, because um, if you you know if you're never standing up for what you believe in, then they say you can't say this, you can't say that, or your rights taken away slowly, and slowly, and slowly, and slowly. Like, eventually, you're just this economic unit, which has no rights, has no freedoms for your own good. Uh, and if it goes down, the, there's there's you know there's, it could be a million timelines. Like, one of the timelines is we it just. Keeps on going, and I think this is what's gonna happen until we just kind of a lot of, you know, conflict will happen and a new kind of world will appear, completely different to what we are in now. Um, you know, civilizations born. And yeah, what's going on is I wouldn't say like an emerging civilization and a, you know, everyone's getting along and working together and working hard, and I'm sure every society has its issues, but as we know, and as we've seen, it's just like, hmm, something else is gonna
0: come out of this. It's drastically different. Yeah, I think people people are gonna to have to either, you know, accept accept what's coming or they're gonna to begin to resist it and in, in different ways, you know. It's not like seventeen seventy six where <laughs> There's, there's like an oppressive force and people are living in small rural communities and everybody's close and that, like, this is, a, this is a totally different type of tyranny. Yeah. This, this tyranny is global and the thing is that, you know, the media is still quite powerful and they control the media so they, they, they can sway the opinion on anything. Yeah. I mean, is a perfect example. Like, Look what they've done, yeah. for for what's a relatively weak virus, and yeah. all that took was a few weeks of spook stories. Yeah. So I think that, like, I think the human race is going to make it, but it's probably looking realistically, I would say another maybe thirty to fifty years, with some really evil people. Are going to get in power and do some really despicable things, but I think in the back end of that, in the next fifty, a 200 years, I think the human race will defeat that force, mm. and then they, then will advance. So, yeah. you know, it's not it's not a desperate situation long term, but short term, and medium term, there's, there's, there's going to be there's going to be great turmoil, but then again. It could all collapse in five to ten years because these political people and their elite masters—they're very, they're very arrogant. They and the kind minions are—they're very incompetent.
1: Yeah.
0: Like the people that the, the, the people that are trying to actually implement this great reset aren't very smart. Yeah. Like, see, see if, if the political class really wanted to carry this plan out and do do it well. They should have had a lockdown and then completely lifted it. And then people would have believed, okay, we've done what we had to do, now it's back to normal. The fact that they've became so drunk in power and have dragged it out and dragged yeah. it out, they, they should just have released, released the, the rope. And then, then the next mm-hmm. time, say, say they bring a, a, a more deadly pandemic in a few years' time, people would think it was natural. That yeah. that just looks like a scam now. It just, yeah. it just looks like a scam, and every, everybody deep down knows no, it. Yeah. Yeah. Even it's... even sensible people that you know they, they, they never dive into conspiratorial chats or any of that stuff. They know deep down yeah. that something's not right about this.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very it's very 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 sinister. It is.
1: Um... Yeah, and that's it. Goes back to like you have to say what you truly think, not just go with what you think the herd thinks. Because most of the time, which I think you know, everyone that I speak privately with, more so than before, is now like, yeah, it's bullshit. Like it's just fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than ever. and that's in like, I mean, we live in Western countries, so you know, pe- people are used to having having elements of freedom. The, the speed yeah. at which that's disappeared. I mean, I, I saw the footage in Australia, in Melbourne. You know, people were being locked in their house. Yeah. And you've probably noticed a pattern. It's the it's the more leftist sort of pro-globalist areas that are the yeah. most harshest. Yeah. Which is very telling. It shows you the true nature of the left-hand path. Yeah. They they, they pretend to care about the poor and let's help the. Immigrants, etc., but they're really just control freaks that want to control every aspect of your life. Yeah. Yep. Every time, in their true nature, has been exposed. They are the wolves in sheep's clothing. Like the Fabian Society logo, that that is where that's where the left-hand path comes from, and that's exactly what they are. They they pose as the reasonable, compassionate saviours, but behind that little sheep. Was a wolf that will rip you, bits.
1: What was that? A uh, picture you said, Fabian Society.
0: The, the Fabian Society logo. Yeah, it's a wicked. It's a wicked symbol. That's where. That's where communism was invented. Uh, oh in theory.
1: shit!
0: A wolf in sheep's clothing. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, George Orwell was a member of that. Uh, so was Tony Blair, the ex UK PM. But that, that's where that's where socialism was originally created and they implemented it in Russia as that, that that was the testing ground they took the ideology to Russia and Marx and Lenin they implemented it that's over there I mean. <laughs> and the, the, the ideology never really went away like it never it never actually economically they were defeated but ideologically, Smooth uh, around. Yeah, it's, it's it's like cancer. It's like yeah. a cancer. Yeah. It just spreads, and all these professors, university teachers, lecturers, they, they were all brainwashed with this stuff from 1960 onward. Yeah. So you know, since then we've been we've been churning out foot soldiers that that believe in that ideology, especially yeah. women. Yeah. Women are women are very susceptible to it because they naturally want to protect poor people and they think it's the the compassionate. Yeah. God bless her. The compassionate to our line, line of work, but it's, it's it's very dangerous. I mean, see, see, a, a progressive form of government, it just creeps up. It creeps up on a country. It doesn't take over overnight. It just creeps up. Yeah. Like, I remember. I remember in the UK in 2005 they banned smoking in pubs. Yeah. You couldn't. You, you couldn't smoke in a pub, and people were like, "Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad for your health. People in the bar don't smoke. They're being their lungs are being damaged. Blah blah blah." Yeah. So nobody really, nobody really complained. Now look how far it's look how far it's went down. Yeah. First you can't smoke in the pub. No, no, Now no you can. not do this, then you can't say that. Then you know, hate crime. It starts off as, oh, racism. That's a crime. Everybody can agree on that. That's reasonable. Now you can't call somebody a man if they're a woman. Yeah. No, these these crimes are more serious than physical crimes. Like, if I was to, if I seen a transgender person, and called them a name, I would be jailed. Yeah. See if I just see if I physically attacked. To attack them, I probably wouldn't go to jail. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a complete nanny state, and that's that's really helped the COVID-19 stuff because people have been so demoralised, and like you pointed out, self-censorship. That that yeah. is the biggest type of censorship. People are genuinely scared to say what they think. Yeah. And I think that's why people, a lot of people loved Donald Trump, even though he was very brass. And arrogant and narcissistic, yeah. he he said what they thought deep down.
1: Yeah.
0: And he expressed it, and they, they could relate to him. He had the balls to do it, but you seen the treatment that guy got in the media. I mean, that that was just a complete frenzy, man. Oh, the f- I mean, the biggest frenzy. You've never seen like such a
1: one-sided, personal oh. attacks. Every single. Day for completely made up shit or exaggerated shit that anyone could see was garbage. It was just the media trying to curve what he's actually doing. Uh, you know, Donald Trump is bad, Donald Trump is bad, Donald Trump is bad. That's all you imagine how many times you heard that phrase through the media delivered to mainstream televisions um, over the last four years. And eventually, as we know, the brain gets
0: a thought put into its head all the time, it starts to think that thought is its own. Yes, repetition
1: creates
0: perception. Yeah. It does, it really does create perception. It's It's so powerful how easy it is to program the minds of simple people. Just keep saying it, just keep saying it over and over and over again and it becomes a fact. It's just yeah. it's just propaganda, really. That that's all it is. It's propaganda 101. Yeah, they've done it in Germany. They've done it in Russia. I mean, yeah. Trump Trump went to North Korea and effectively made peace, and yeah. and the media was like, "Nah." I mean, imagine imagine Barack Obama done that. Yeah,
1: they
0: would be like they would be fawning over him and oh, this is wonderful. And, oh, it was just it was just so blatant, man. Like I, I know Trump. <laughs> was not perfect, and I know that he, he let a lot of people down in a lot of fronts. Yeah, but I don't think he was ever a member of the club. Club, I think he sort of danced round about the edges of it, but he was never really in the inner sanctum, and that—that's why they, that's why they didn't like him because he was—he was basically an outsider.
1: Yeah, well, he was the only one of them that you could see. Oh, that's a normal dude. Uh, the rest are just these gangly, like freaky-looking, uh, yeah. weak and frail. Just that's all I can think about when I look at them. <laughs> so yeah, like, like I see... yeah, he's just a normal I mean, guy, man. and that's what everyone saw. And yeah, I feel like what Donald Trump didn't do. Uh, you know, we could say that he let us down on several fronts, um, but think about how amazing it was that, with all of the power that we know this global cabal situation has, he was still able to to win, and the people put him in because they didn't, uh, you know, they underestimated what, uh, you know, a reaction he would get, and they didn't do enough. Uh, voter fraud and it makes me yeah. think they would, they've they been doing voter fraud for years they have to be yeah. probably yeah. both sides in some amount I don't know uh, but I'm not in these mass schemes that we've realised have come out um, blatantly by the way uh, so now it makes me think like hmm how many other elections like this is the first election that they've just decided to no come on you gotta be stupid to think that so yeah. it makes you wonder like you
0: know how much is should be going on. I think I think now as well. see she now that they've they've managed to do that in America. Yeah. I think yeah. every other country, even the UK, Australia, etc. I think the the sort of authoritarian, leftist, globalist type parties they're going to do the same now. They're going to try that now. Yeah. Because if it can happen, if it can happen in America, it can happen in the UK or yeah. Australia and they have this perfect crisis now where they can say well you know it's not safe to go and vote it has to be mailing it has to be digital Yeah, because you, you, we don't want you mingling in a, in a yeah. voting yeah. station <laughs> it's a perfect crisis it, isn't it? it is it's, the perfect it, crisis that's
1: what's so fucking like obvious to me it's like yeah okay this crisis it's not like a hurricane that just um, yeah. comes through and, you know, you got to band together as a community, uh, that would almost be better than this shit. But, um, you know, every single aspect of this pandemic uh, is like a, a byproduct of it or a safety precaution from it reduces your freedoms. Oh, we can't use cash anymore. The shop isn't going to accept cash because of the germs that might be on the money. Oh, all the cash is gone. You're not allowed to use cash anywhere. Cool. Now you can't have, you know, uh, sovereign control of your money and you can get locked out of your funds if everything's electronic. Like, once you put that money in the bank, that money is digits on a fucking hard drive. That's not real. You know, that's... Yeah. If a computer doesn't yeah. turn on uh, some place, that's not real. That's gone. You know, like, that's what I think as well. People have to realize and maybe for five to ten years time to get into the heads that like okay you really need to earn enough money now buy some property now that you can kind of retreat to in in some form some way shape or form and start you know doing whatever you can to you know get a, a self-sustaining like farm and things because uh, eventually they're going to control or artificially control the food supply which i think we're seeing now that bill gates owns biggest uh owner of farmland in america now
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, because otherwise, yeah. it's all going to fucking. You're not going to be able to rely on anyone else, and you're not going to be able to rely on society at large to. You know, that's what happened with communist society. All the food runs out because everyone's fighting, and, you know, the food supply lines get down and in war and all the rest of it. But communism, where no one actually. You know, capitalism for all its flaws uh, seems to have the kind of be a natural way of people um you know getting along for the most part financially there's still people that fuck over other people of course and the hyper capitalism that we have now is not uh, good at all but it is better than the communism because then everyone starves so if you i think it's very important to have some uh area that you can go to and grow your own food on just just in case you know, it's healthy organic as well, that's another good thing. If you have a bit of a bit of grass, you can go find a nice patch and not put any chemicals or all the other shit that they're pesticides that's in all the fruit, vegetables, and food that we eat today. You could argue that some of that is uh, intentional as well. What do you think about that?
0: I think you're right. I I mean there is there is no there is no benefit now of living in a city. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you want to live in London right now? <laughs> Have, everything's closed. There's nothing there. There's too many people. Yeah. You know, it was always, in in years gone past, you always thought, well, if I get a nice property in a city, you know, it'll always be worth a lot of money. I, I can see property prices in cities slowly just going down now. Yeah. You know, there, there's now a demand for space. Yeah you know, you need you need space and i think in the next 5 to 10 years i think having having space where you can be somewhat self sufficient and a, a community around you that's just good people you know they don't have to be as smart as you whatever they, they just need to be willing to help you if if you need help
1: a community
0: and you're never going to you're never going to get that in a city like, you walk about London, I mean, you could you could collapse in the middle of London and people would just walk past you. Yeah. You know, that. I think we're going to have to revert back to, like, traditional values and sense of community and, like, yeah. being self-sufficient and stuff. And the thing is, people are so domesticated now, like, it's, it's, it's actually an alien thought for somebody to think, hold on, I could grow my own food, I could purify my own water. Yeah. I don't actually need to go to a supermarket. Yeah, but we're so we so domesticated, and I mean, I, I'm guilty of it myself. You you become lazy. You become a yeah. slave to the convenience. Yeah, I mean, uh, grown food—it's really easy. It's probably a lot easier than you think. But it's just because why? Why would you bother when you can just go and buy it so easily? Yeah. But that's exactly where they want you. They want you dependent on yeah. their corporation. Yeah. So when the time comes, like you mentioned, Bill Gates, he's going to be the biggest farm owner, along with the other elites, and eventually, oh, they no, probably will the Yeah. There's no crops. There's too many people starving in the food world. Blah blah blah. We can't eat meat anymore. You're going to eat. I mean that Klaus nice. Schwab guy he, he, he came out and said like You're going to eat bugs Sewage and weeds His, <laughs> And you're going to be happy for him. Like that guy
1: Is a literal sitting proof Of a fucking evil mastermind Or what he thinks is mastermind You look at him and he's like He looks like a movie character Like that's yeah. not a conspiracy theory guys He's right there
0: he, he's a big, uh, he's a big Bilderberg group guy. At
1: what
0: group? I, I remember, uh, yeah, I went to the, the Bilderberg group protest in 2013 in in London. What's that? And Klaus, yeah, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab was on the, the steering committee. He, he, he's a big globalist, that guy. Oh, I can tell. He, he, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's one of the sort of, I wouldn't say he's the top level, he's more like a
1: henchman
0: he, he doesn't look, look like work. a leader yeah he like he's like a a rainfield a gatekeeper he yeah. he he's the guy when you go when you go the, when you go into the restaurant you show you to your table <laughs> <laughs> yeah. come in you, you eat you eat the, you're going to eat the bugs <laughs> you go, you're going to eat the bugs and drink the sewage and, and you will like it <laughs> Man, do you would like it because it's a Don't hard, tell me what to do. Can.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. That's what people have lost is like, you are not a free man right now. At all. Like, you are being told what to do, told where to go, told where you can't go and you can go. And, you know, you can get out of that uh, in some regard once you just kind of exit the system on the whole, uh, which is possible. I I don't think there's like now with the internet, it's so obvious what's happening. People can share information instantly. Like that's what's new about this is the instant communication that someone can figure something out in America. Bing is all around the world in seconds, and that hyper level of communication has enabled us to you know record video, share evidence, um, all the rest of it. None of that was Was able to be seen by the people before because they had just the televisions and just the newspapers to tell them what to do. So my thinking is that, like, that's what we're seeing with GameStop is like, okay, I can join in, I can chuck five hundred bucks in this stock, and try and help just sway whatever is going down, Um, because it's like a true people versus the fucking hedge bankers. Everyone hates a hedge banker that tries to, you know, I'm sure there are some good ones, maybe not, but <laughs> um, they, they try and bankrupt companies just so they can make money off it and they don't care. So everyone could kind of agree on that. And now it's just like this, almost like you're logging on to fight against the, the boss of a level or something um, that everyone can join into and everyone kind of has a dog in the fight at the moment because of the internet. So my thinking is it's just so, because it is so blatant and obvious, and we have the means to share information now. I'm pretty optimistic that enough people can at least stand together to be like,
0: "Fuck you." You know something, man? I don't even think it would take much. I don't think it would take much resistance to actually change the world yeah. in a very big way. Yeah, I mean they, these <clears throat> these globalists and these elite guys so like worms. yeah, they they were born into this. I mean. They've never had to struggle. Yeah. And I've seen um Andrew Tate, he, he put a video out and he made a good point. He said, These trust fund, hedge fund guys, they've never been broke. Like yeah. they, they wouldn't know they wouldn't know what to do. I mean, if they if they even if they only had like a couple of million, they would freak the fuck out. Yeah. They, they wouldn't be able to survive. Like people like us, they, we could just make the most of it and we'd be okay. Like, because we know that you don't need much to be happy. Yeah. You know, these guys would, these guys would collapse. They wouldn't know how to survive. They would probably, they'd kill themselves. They just couldn't cope with it. Yeah. You know, and it wouldn't take much for us to, to to overturn it. You don't even need a protest. You don't need any violence. You just need people to start going about their life. Like, See if every bar, every shop, every leisure facility, see if they all just opened and people just went as if they, they, they normally would. Nothing would change. Like they wouldn't stop. The, it. Yeah, the, the, police might, the police might turn up at a few places, you no, know, as a platitude. Yeah. But they would give up. They would give up eventually. They, they'd become demoralised and they would just give up. And it would stop. But people don't want to be. The, the the odd one out, you know, yeah. not, people are too humble, and, and I think you, I think you can probably tie it in with the, you know, guys like you, and Ruby. You speak about you know T levels, testosterone levels have always been dropping. Yeah, I think that's got a lot to do with it. I mean, yeah. you imagine your father or your grandfather would they have accepted a lockdown? Yeah, been well, told yeah. to come. From them, to me, now you'd probably think not. You know, see, see during World War Two, there was towns, there was towns in Scotland that were that were totally wiped out. That the built ships, the German fighter jets just blitzed the whole place. Yeah. See, the very next day, they they guys woke up and just walked to their work through rubble, even even after being blitzed by. Yeah. You know, the, the the whole town was fucking rubble, and they they still got up the very next day and just went to the the factory and started to clean it up. Yeah, There's without no even thinking about. Yeah, because they, they never had a phone, they never had internet. All yeah. they had was each other. Yeah, and and you can see you can see how they've slowly, like smartphones and Wi-Fi, all that stuff. That stuff's been about since the eighties. Yeah, you know, it's it's been there for a while. They've just slowly drip fed it in yeah and got people more No, first you get addicted to your phone and then you get addicted to the the apps and the the social media and before you know it you you live in a little false reality in your phone so i mean people are quite happy to sit at home because they can escape into their electronic eye yeah and they can view they can live in their own that's the problem with young people these days they're not, they're not bold enough. They're, they're, they're too preoccupied with with their smartphone. Yeah. If you were to, if you were to disable every smartphone for a week, you you would probably see mass riots and everything would just collapse. Yeah. It just, it just wouldn't be accepted. Yeah. But they've got us by the balls. They've they've got us in this sort of digital, digital dragnet.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very scientific. It really is. It's. it's it's biblical, it's scientific, it's, I sometimes struggle to believe it, I, I sometimes think like, you know, do I have Stockholm Syndrome as well to, to an extent, like just because of the the blatantly, it's just, it's just so blatantly obvious, isn't it? Like. Yeah, well, um,
1: I think it's just, you know, we're awake now in that sense and the more you become awake, and the more you see. Like, I think there got. I mean, we were programmed since birth. Like, you, if you look at the school, you look at what they tell you in school: um, how to act, how to behave, answer the rules. You know, the schools were made, were created uh, to create factory workers and better factory workers, and that would just do what they told: sit down, stand up, go. To, go lunch come back like we are programmed from birth to act in that pattern and then it becomes you know anyone's kind of default state and when you become more awake you you realize yeah you know some of those vestigial things will remain and part of that is just like to a certain extent you do have to participate in society even though it's like a little bit topsy-turvy so you naturally just through osmosis you get wrapped up in it i think um I also think it's important, like, what do you think the balance is of um, getting away from the social media, the phones, because I wish we didn't have phones. Well, I don't know. It's it's hard to say one way or the other. I think, you know, they're a great tool if they weren't being used to program us uh, and if they just organically come about uh and then we also don't use it as much. Like I think having a camera like that is pretty cool, things like that. Being able to talk to your parent, you know, outside of the country very easily, that kind of thing. But you know, they do come with the negatives in the way they're being used now. So do you think like do you have any rules with um social media use or phone use? Because, you know, I I feel like there's a balance with that. But also wanting to contribute in the position that we have to just yeah. getting information out there. And um and
0: whatever else, because I find like it can suck you in very easily. Yes, yes, yes. It's very, it's very addictive. And when you look into the, the the development of smartphones and social media, I think phones phones are actually made to emit frequencies that actually make your brain addicted to it. You know, it's 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 a constant drip feed of dopamine. Yeah. And it gives you it gives you a little buzz every time that you just open up because you're always waiting for something else to happen. Yeah. It's it's the, it's the anticipation. It's basically a gambling addiction. Yeah. You know, when people gamble, they don't really the buzz that you get from winning, that's the same as you get from picking your selection. And thinking about it, you know, oh, what team's gonna win? Oh that team win? Will this team win? Or if you're playing cards, you know, what what hand am I gonna get? You know. It's not really the the buzz of winning that makes you addicted it's the the anticipation. A good way to put it is is that if you are hunting you know it's the chase rather than the kill. Yeah. And that, that's what social media does it keeps you on the hunt. You're constantly thinking about the future so you become less detached from the moment. So you don't appreciate the moment and you're always looking for the next the next the next bit, I pray for you to chase, and then when you catch that bit, you move on to the next bit and the next bit. Pornography, what's the same way? Yeah, it works the same way with the, the the hypergamous nature of men. Yeah, you just you 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 look for the next attractive woman. You it's, yeah. it's just a code. It's very very scientific, but at the same time, yes, it's biology. Yep, but smartphones are very useful. They're a gift and a curse. Yeah. I think you, you you have to be extremely mindful of what you're doing when you have it. Like people, people like us, we've got we've got decent followings on on Twitter. You know, it's not it's not huge, but we we have a an element of influence, so we yeah. can we, we can promote a good message on it, which in turn maybe helps people. But the vast majority of people that are using um, social media don't produce; they only consume. Yeah. They, don't, they only consume, and they consume because it's addictive. You know, if more people produced, it would probably become more valuable for everybody as a whole. Yeah. But that takes that takes work and a, and a bit of courage. Like, there's there's millions of smart people out there that, that could probably have huge accounts, but they feel like they feel they're not confident enough. They feel like an imposter.
1: Yeah.
0: They don't, they, don't, they don't think that their, their life has any value or their message has any value. When yeah. in reality,
1: Everyone says. it
0: doesn't... Everyone does, it's just how you portray that.
1: Yeah.
0: And how, how, how can you portray a message to make it valuable? Yeah, it's you know,
1: almost like what you're saying doesn't matter, but how you're saying
0: it, for the most part. Correct, yes. But people, people like us, we... We probably spend more time on social media than, than we should yeah agree. but for for that time we probably get a much better return <clears throat> but i mean that I, I mean if I, if I sit my phone down for a few hours you know instantly straight away you, you you notice well i can focus better
1: yeah
0: i'm getting more done it's as if time time slows down
1: yeah
0: and you seem you seem to be able to stay you know Ruby Ruby made a good post about the first hour of your day. Just don't don't look at a phone. Yeah, and that well, that, that makes hear. a hell of a difference, man. Like, I I've been guilty of it myself. You wake up, <clears throat> you wake okay, up fine. and you you for your phone, and you go, Hold on a minute, I'm just I'm, I'm going to take my mind right now and just shake it up like a snow globe.
1: Yeah,
0: and see see what see our lands. I mean, you've no idea what you're going to see. Yeah, you could click on your Twitter and you you could put a thread out about you know something esoteric. Or you could see some vile shit that you don't you don't want to see. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you have to regulate it, man. You have to you have to be in command of it. But you know, it's dopamine. Dopamine is a is I a highly just addictive, just... mega mega harsh man. <laughs> I think I think a dopamine fast is going to become the new fast. Yeah. Like, see, see if you can if you can regulate your dopamine. Yeah, you're gonna you you you're gonna be above people. You're, you're gonna be more successful.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, delayed satisfaction compared to the previous to the sorry immediate satisfaction. Like going out on the weekend uh, and having some beers might be fun uh, to a point, but it's that addiction to getting the dopamine. The same thing happens with drugs. Is like you get the dopamine instantly, then and you know porn again um you get that dopamine high instantly so nothing else in life feels as good as that instant high like the dopamine that you would receive after like three months of working on a big project uh and grinding and then getting that project project you'd be like boom yes fucking one blah 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 all the rest of it which takes work and effort versus you know going out every weekend getting that direct dopamine hit that ultimately doesn't give you any progress in life or get
0: you anywhere just like you know five step forward uh two steps back on the weekend like yeah yeah i think also with what's happened in the past year that when you talk about going for beers and stuff now all that sort of activity has been either completely stopped or stifled yeah so people are now people are now looking for more profound answers i think that's probably why mm. my, my account, even your social media accounts, they're probably growing quicker now because people are looking for a more profound explanation yeah, as to wh- why things are the way they are they, they don't have that outlet of you so, know, going out at the weekend That was another mistake
1: to, the elites made, was uh, taking away the yeah. bread and circus
0: Exactly, that's a very good point, now if these politicians were smart they would lift these restrictions now and let that energy evaporate. It's just building up now. It's like it's in it's inside a pressure cooker. It's just gonna build up now. Yeah. And eventually it will pop. It, it will pop. Yeah. You know the, the amount of people right now that are committing suicide and yeah. I mean you you imagine I mean you imagine you were like an 18 year old guy and you were always out with a big crowd of people and. You know, and then all of a sudden, boom. That's it. Done. Can't. I mean, that that is the most demoralising tactic that I've ever seen inflicted on in people. I mean, this is beyond. I mean, this is beyond Nazi Germany. It's beyond Soviet Russia. I mean, at least they could always mingle with people. Like mm-hmm. it's very cool.
1: Yeah, the uh, the masks to dehumanise us and remove our faces and like that's the fucked one is like it's a yeah. sigil almost and again like these yeah. mass demoralization rituals that we're seeing now i saw a tweet that was like yeah. the anal swab that's being used in china for covid like mark my words they will try and implement that somewhere uh in the west it's like oh come on bigot you're not gonna get the covid anal fucking swab 10 times yeah. a day like that's fucked and we're so it's just the Death by a thousand cuts. Just, but, 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 oh, you, you, you know, this little right, this little right, but bop, 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 bop until uh, again, <laughs> internment camps,
0: because you have no rights. The mask, the the mask is a very, very um, a deep symbol. I don't know if you're aware of uh, MK Ultra and in, in, uh, the CIA mind control programs. Masks were a big, big part of that. Really. Yeah, yes. They, they, they put masks on on kids from a young age. It's very. What's the that's the purpose? A very, it's basically to to dehumanise dehumanise people from a young age. If you if you grow up, Never no, if seen you your if face. You're born. Ah, oh, that's so
1: creepy, man.
0: Yeah, they use masks are very commonly used in all the the high level sort of child torture, sex abuse, things that all, all these elites do. Yeah, I used to read into this stuff and I, I always remember that in MKUltra, they would always have masks on on kids from a young age because it would, it would totally demoralise and dehumanise them.
1: Yeah.
0: like If you're a kid right now, and you, I mean, a lot of kids have been born into this world. They've never actually went outside and been met with a smile. That's fucked, man. All, all, all they see is a uh, you know, a profile of somebody's—you of know—usually dead-looking, scared eyes. Yeah. yeah people are demoralised, though. I mean, when I when I go into public and observe people, you know, the general posture, the general—the look in people's eyes. I mean, they just look fucked, man. They look—they look gone. Yeah. <laughs> They'll even if you're like. If I'm, if I'm driving through traffic and there's cars on the other side of the road, you look at every person and every car and every fucking person is depressed. Yeah. You can feel it, man. You're like, what the hell? Why, why are we putting all this crap?
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> why? It's, um... I think it starts with, uh, like, sickness and this whole thing plays into everything. Like, it's actually wild, the scope of it, um that if you can weaken the population by fucking up their food quality and introducing seed oils, hydrogenated seed oils, which is literal poison and why we have so much chronic disease, if you can tell them the sun is bad for them so that they're never outside, um, you know, tell them saturated fats uh, are bad for you, you should eat these fake vegetable oils or, you know, this crop that we then profit off uh, instead and... If you're, if you like feel like shit, um, you're unhealthy. You, you can't. It's like it's a lot harder to get out of that low vibrational mindset and that low vibrational place, which is the yes. only way that they can control you. Like again, with the awakening thing, the further you go into controlling your own self and not being a slave to the thoughts that pop up, that that's what the media kind of acts on. Uh, is being, and and no one can make you angry anymore. You know, no one can make you angry uh, unless you maybe you choose to be angry about a particular righteous cause. Um, But that is the tools of control is when you do care about what other people think of you and you are in this dependent state and you're low vibration, you're always watching porn, your food, you're not healthy, you're not exercising. That's another thing with the COVID, they closed the gyms. Now, why do they do that? Well in ancient Rome or Greece, one of the two um, slaves weren't allowed to use the gyms because they recognized that yeah. um, a, a weak person that couldn't exercise is gonna be easy to control. And that's what they've done uh, with COVID. Like they, they won't let one, five to 10 people run around a, a fucking park. Like, do you understand how insane that is that we've now accepted that, oh, it's, it's, it's just two weeks. And then it's, we are here now and you still can't go run around outside like say that to someone 5 years ago and they'd be like that's insane
0: yeah it's, it's scary what, what what you can do what once people once people buy into the initial fraud they just double down on the fraud when I mean, you remember the the classic Nigerian email scams yeah <laughs> when people would people would get email from Prince Prince Agabubu yeah. <laughs>
1: he was going to
0: give you 30 million quid I think you? I got one of those the thing? Thing. yeah I mean when they first came out a lot of people a lot of people fell for it and bought into it and they just they just couldn't believe it was a fraud and they just kept sending money they just doubled <laughs> down on the on the lie it's harder there was a quote I think it's a Mark Twain quote he said it's easier, it's easier to fool somebody than to convince somebody they've been fooled. Yeah. It's it's, it's easier to, pe- people are quite immature, Like they don't really like to admit when, the they're, when they are wrong. Yeah. It's an ego thing. Yeah. And that's you know, I, why I you mean, raise your
1: vibration. You don't respond as much to the ego or you realize what it is for what yes. it is. You can't be controlled.
0: Yes. Correct and that's that's where a lot of people struggle. I know some very <clears throat> academically gifted people <clears throat> that are very smart, high IQ. <clears throat> and when I when I point out basic logic <clears throat> about this stuff, they just have this glazed look in their eyes like they really are they're mind controlled. <laughs> like the they're, 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 they're under a trance. Yeah. They're, they're literally under a spell. Like the they look at you and then their eyes, their eyes just glaze over like malfunction. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm talking about people. I'm talking about people that are very smart, like really intelligent people here, man. But they yeah. are, they're, they're brain damaged. I think, I think they are. They are like jellyfish.
1: Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to health. Like a healthy, strong individual, getting the nutrition they want. Uh, is like the testosterone levels, all of that stuff. Like, it's been shown in you know scientific studies that uh, the higher uh, a testosterone is, usually you're um, more aggressive or you're more you know assertive and confident. Like that overall on a population at scale uh, means, yeah. and that's what we're seeing now. Is like there are angry young men around the world who realize what's going on. Um, Kind of computer savvy type. Now that we're all kind of sharing information again, it goes back to that point. Angry young men change the world.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And we've just been pacified for, for so long until it just I think, yeah. which is now, getting so ridiculous that there's gonna there's just a a general population of people that are just like, okay, I, I can't keep pretending anymore. Like there's actually something whack going on that I need to take seriously stop eating fast food stop just watching Netflix all the time and hopefully do something about you know improving your life so you're in a position to do something that's I think like people think you know getting rich is uh, a negative thing sometimes that's part again part of the demoralization yeah being rich is bad um (laughs) that's why you should never do it and stay weak and stay poor so we can control you yeah. again. Um, yeah. And of course, there are a lot of rich people that got there unscrupulously and of course, the people at the top are the people, the very people we're talking about. But I think now, with the state of society that it's in, you kind of have a responsibility of, all right, let's take it seriously, let's you know make some moves, try some things um, to you know hopefully raise your wealth to a level where you, you're taken care of, you can you know, be as strong and healthy as you can be and fulfill that uh, kind of need of the body. Um, but then also, you know, power and influence uh, is, you know, you can kind of have some more of an effect even if it's just contributing to your community and helping someone out with, um, you know, medical funds. If you, Again, you know them and they're in your town. Like, if I had to spare money, I would fucking do it. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's what I think we have a kind of responsibility to do. At, um, that's that's how we can kind of take advantage of all this decline is kind of become pirates in a way
0: yeah yeah become become more savage and sort of more raw in in our original human form yeah yeah feel something yeah yeah i think i think you're right man like people need to especially men men need to go back to the sort of (laughs) barbarian default
1: yeah
0: i mean you look at what happened in America when when the British were oppressing the Americans. Like the the Redcoats, they would they would beat some American guy up and like two hundred guys from his village. They would they would go to the barracks and beat the shit out of the British for it. Like they they guys they guys were hard as fuck, man. Yeah. Compared to us, I mean, I mean, I'm Scottish. You think about guys like. You know William Wallace and, and Robert the Bruce, like yeah, these guys would like these guys would line up in a field and hack each other to death with fucking claymore swords, man. <laughs> how, how how many people are going to do that? Man? I barely like, any. I mean, well, how, how many guns, guys? Yeah. Could, how, how many guys could actually fight? Yeah, you know, you know it's, it's it's deadly, man. It's yeah, man, it's it is. So it disturbing. is that
1: the general. You know, premise again if you're weak and you can't take care of yourself and you can't fight and you can't physically, you know, handle yourself in the world, then eventually, if it comes down to it, you're going to be, you know, who's the man with the biggest stick? That's ultimately what enforces the rules and the ideologies, and you don't want to use it, but you should have the biggest stick in as many situations as possible just so that you can be the one that can be the mature one and like decide whether or not to use it rather than being at the mercy of someone else
0: yeah well that's what they say as well like obviously see, see where they look, the whole gamestop thing and people becoming more interested in bitcoin yeah a lot of people ask what what, what backs up what backs up the dollar? What backs up the pound? <laughs> go, oh, well, 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 nothing. But it, it, it isn't nothing. It's backed up by a military. That—that's what backs up the dollar. Uh, it's no gold. It's—it's it's, it's brute force. You know that—that's that, what backs up. It's, its its the force behind it. You know, if a six-foot-five UFC heavyweight trapped your door and went, "This is my house now," fuck off. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you, 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 you could try and fight them. It, it would probably beat you. but that, that, that's what, that's what, you know, violence does. It does work. Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, it, a, <laughs> a, a strong, a strong military. That, that, that is what backs up the system. You know, it's it's, it's, it's basically men with guns. Yeah, or men with, men with heavy weapons. And you the know, end of that, the day, that what...
1: you can say. Oh, but but, but the laws. And that only. Works in, you know, smaller, homogenous, tr- high-trust communities that haven't had the major ideological subversion committed on them. Even then, you got to have police and stuff like that. Do we? Yeah. Do, I you, think, do we need police? I think why I, is that another brainwash thing? <laughs> you don't, I guess, right? You just have a... You kind of do.
0: A chief or something. I don't think... You're, you're, the police, the police like, like many sort of occupations, the police is going to become automated. The police is going to be drones and, you know, you don't really need police. If, if you've got citizens that are willing to police each other, Yeah, your police force doesn't really need to be like it is in China or Iran. I mean, they've got really big, well-funded paramilitary police that, that will beat the shit out of you. Yeah. But places like the UK and Australia and stuff, eventually it's going to be like... It's going to be drones and further into the future, probably robots. That's probably what Robocop was. That's probably just programming. You know what I mean, the movie (laughs) Robocop. It came out in the 80s. It's probably just... That's probably where it's going to go, because I don't think the human police will want to enforce what the system is going to expect them to enforce.
1: Yeah.
0: It's going to have to be robots. Yeah. Dude, is all fucking
1: sci-fi programming us so that when it happens, we don't just instantly freak out? We're like, oh yeah, that—that's like subconscious level, subconscious level. That is introduced to us. Is fuck, man. I think all, what only happens those movies is, are like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think what the I think the method with the movies is is um, I think certain elements of the intelligence services they'll they'll go to the big producers. And the scriptwriters and they'll say, "Okay, you're going to insert this theme into this movie," and they'll get a huge wad of cash or whatever. Mm. And then they'll write based on what they tell them. And what that does is, when people when people watch it, you know, say you're sitting, you you're sitting with your girlfriend watching Contagion ten years ago, yeah. and they're talking about a virus and uh, social distance. Yeah. You know, when you watch that in that moment. It registers in your brain as a is a happy memory, because the same night the, that you watched that, you you had sex with your girlfriend, or you were you were just happy with him, mate. So when, yes, so when when it happens, 10, 20 year down the line, your subconscious still registers that as a happy memory that's not a threat. It's wow. it's like an old friend. Pay, it's like an old threat, an old friend paying you a visit, whereas. If you weren't exposed to that sort of content subconsciously and then it happened consciously, it would shock you because you'd think, no, this isn't right, this isn't right. That's that's what movies are. Movies basically prepare masses of people. Like The Simpsons, people always talk about, oh, The Simpsons predicted all this stuff. that's (laughs) That's because it was such a popular show that the CIA and these people were planting in themes uh, to program people yeah. because the because they new millions of people watched it and matt matt groaning the guy that um the guy that uh, invented the simpsons he he's a big he's a big occultist to uh, jeffrey epstein associate etc that's not good he's also a he's also a he's also a, i believe he's a he's a 33 degree freemason also is he a lot higher <clears throat> It's as high as you can get in 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 that Scottish right? Like the the, the thing about the Masons is right. I'm a, I'm a Freemason. I have done the the Freemasonic journey. Mm-hmm. I joined How the Blue that? Lodge. I done. The, yeah, I done. I started when was it? 2014, and I went probably till 2016. I went for a few years, but the thing about the Masons is, is that. The normal levels of Freemasonry, it's called Blue Lodge Masonry, that's the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and then the 4th degree. That's That's the only degrees they are in that element of Freemasonry, but there is other orders that branch off from it, such as the Royal Arch, such as the Knights Templar, such as the Scottish Rite, and that's where you start moving up through those degrees. And then eventually, you know, probably 32, 33 degrees, that's when you could probably say it's Luciferian, satanic. But the only people that are in their positions are already in high positions of society. Like, it's all very compartmentalised. Yeah. You know, like an average an average guy that's, that, that, that's a mason and, and, and goes to a, a masonic lodge, that is not satanic. The yeah. rituals that i done were not satanic. Yeah. They were very profound and they were very, very strange. Especially the third degree. The third degree ritual was pretty occult and I experienced some really weird stuff when I done that ritual. Yeah, But it, it, it wasn't... it wasn't... It? The, yeah. It, it, I see the thing is, Sobra. See, see the thing about the, the Freemasons is, Sobra, like... It's not a secret really anymore. Most of this stuff's on, like... It's in books, it's in YouTubes. Yeah. But basically... We, what you do what you do in the third the third degree is you do you basically do a mock death and resurrection ritual you basically reenact an event that happened in Solomon's temple where the the master mason was killed by his apprentices and then he he was reborn again it's 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 very wow (laughs) it's very it's, it's, it's very strange when I done it I I experienced very strange things that were not of this world. I'm not saying aliens appeared or anything crazy, but yeah, yeah. When, when, stuff. when you do, when you take part in the rituals and you listen to the scriptures, it does open pathways into your mind that were that were closed before that. But the the basic concept of the Freemasons is not it's not demonic or satanic there's no sacrifices or animals or any of that shit yeah it's ba- it's basically it's basically a religion that outdates christianity it outdates judaism yeah it goes back to ancient egypt or you could argue babylon atlantis yeah probably atlantis but you you can trace it back to ancient egypt where they had mystery schools and the thing about the mystery schools was that's where they taught people how to build things, how to, you know, draw up plans and build temples and buildings. Because back then, they guys they were like the superstars of that society. Mm. That was like that, that. was like the rock star. It was who who could build, who could produce, who could build stuff. Yeah. But they never wanted to give that information out to anybody. So so the priest class would would select people. And they were obviously tied in with like the, the royalty, the, the, the ruling class of that society. It's a very, it's a very complex and deep issue. But you're, you're doing a great disservice to most Masons if you, if you think that they're somewhat involved. In, the, the Masons don't really hold, yield as much power as people think. Especially these days, like they don't. You know, they don't have an overall say in the direction of the world. This world's run by a technocracy. Yeah. It's run by it's run by scientists and people like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and all these guys. It's no it's no like a bunch of Masons that are dictating. Yeah. Although some of these the, guys would be the the kind of left hand path of all that
1: stuff.
0: Yes, yes, they are on the left hand path, yes. That's a very good point. Yeah. The the left-hand path, and that's where the left comes from. Because what happened, and as the Masons progressed from, you know, the mystery schools in Egypt to Solomon's Temple and Rome and Greece and blah, 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 when they became established in Europe, especially Germany and France, when the Illuminati formed, they used the Masons to spread their ideology because they knew the Masons had the vast networks already built. So the people that formed the Illuminati, the, the left hand path Jacobins, they they got into the Masons and then infiltrated it and used used their network to spread what you see today. That's who started the French Revolution. It was the it was the left hand path Illuminati Jacobins that that used the, the Masonic network to, you know, Make that happen! Holy shit! <laughs> no, I need. Do
1: you know something more else?
0: Is, do, do, do you know something else that's very interesting about the Illuminati when it formed? See, see, see After their first meeting, the first time they had an official meeting, there, there was there was one of the their messengers literally had the minutes to a meeting, and he, he was riding in a horse from Germany. Uh, southern Germany to some... I think it was Berlin or somewhere in the north of the country. Do you know he actually got struck by lightning? <laughs> and, and, and and that's how people found out about the Illuminati. Some people found the documents. Is that real? Yeah. That actually happened now. That's how it came out. <laughs> wow. That's how people found out about this group called the Illuminati. But the, 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 the thing about the the, the Illuminati, in its original form, it was basically just it was basically just scientists and academics they, they, they thought that they should run the world rather than the existing nobility and yeah. royalty yeah. who ruled purely because who their dad was or their genetics was. Yeah, they, they wanted it to be the smartest people rather than just because of your bloodline. Yeah, which so, is good in a way. Yes, TV. but that, that, that's how you now have that's how you now have a technocracy where it's the basically the it's the eugenicists and the scientists that, the that are in control now. Yeah. Aye. That's what, that, that that's what the Illuminati was that, that's what it was for. It was really about enlightenment and how to make things better. You know, mm-hmm. everything that starts out organic, it's usually a good it's usually a good cause. Like people are well meaning. Yeah. Like the games, the GameStop thing—that's a perfect example. It's, it's a well-meaning, organic, grassroots movement. But as it gets bigger and over time, the, the energy from it will be used against the, the aims of the original people. Yeah. It's the, it's the same <laughs> with the Illuminati. It's the same with the Masons. Anything, anything that becomes big and old over time, it becomes corrupt. Yeah. It just, it, it just, evil. Evil's very organised. Like, good people don't, don't feel the need to sit and organise and plot and plan. But yeah. evil people, they, they've got a really good work ethic. Like they sit and they plot and they plan and you know they're all day and making yeah. these plans and organising and these wee death cults and oh will do this. That's why they drive the agenda because they're so fucking persistent. Mm. And you see it being played out, you see you see it being played out today. It's, I think everything that's happening right now, man, I think it's happened before. I think it's all happened before with all these great empires, Rome, I think Greece, it's Babylon. A cycle. Yeah. They get too big, the ruling class goes batshit crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Like see, before before Rome imploded, like they were marrying some of the councillors were marrying their horses and Doing weird shit, and guys were dressed up like women, and yeah, <laughs> no, it's just it it's happens. Just, a thing that just humans
1: do in large enough societies, yeah,
0: yeah. The, the evil infiltrates the same, the becomes... they're the same spirits, yeah, yeah. So the same spirits, and it's the same bloodlines that run the same empires, yeah. yeah. Like the Rothschild, you hear a, you hear a lot about the, the Rothschild family. When you when you go and look at their see, see when you look at their genealogy and, and their background they, are, they they come from the tribe of Dan in Israel like they they've they've been about forever they've just changed their name and yeah it's the, it's the same bloodlines that ran Rome that ran Greece that ran Egypt they they just moved around the whole world and obviously they had off branches and you know there's people below them that are kind of evil but they're not fully in
1: yeah
0: it's very complex like what I find on Twitter is like when you speak about this stuff a lot of people they ask you questions about it and stuff and if you go yeah I'm a mason they go ah yeah you must be evil ah you're not know and stuff it's, it's, it's a simplistic way of looking at it
1: yeah
0: like there's always in every evil system you know the, the most evil people I've always found the most evil Controlling people, they're always surrounded by good people, the people they can trust, because they know like they're not gonna fuck them over. Yeah. You know, really organized evil people, they aren't surrounded by the kind of people. They have people working for them that are really good and think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. And that you're seeing that with Covid, you know, the the devil's carriage is pulled by the goods. People probably wear their mask and think, oh, I'm a good person, I'm helping. For sure. I'll stay in and I'll work from home. And they don't realize that everything they're doing is contributing to their destruction and ultimately their death. Yeah. Like, when you, if your business becomes non-essential, it won't be long before you're deemed non-essential. Yeah. Very, very robotic. Very cynical and psychopathic as well. Yeah. But I do have hope. I think, I think hope is important. But it has to be based in, in logic, or else it just becomes delusion. Like rogue wealth, the Venezuelan yeah. guy on Twitter, he he said that when even he, he he grew up in Venezuela, he noticed the the socialists. Yeah. As things got worse, a lot of people would just say, "Ah, don't worry, God's coming." You know, don't 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 uh, trust the plan, that kind of thing. Like yeah, there's there's got to be an element of honesty, without being too. But there's a fine there's a fine line between being brutally honest and being positive. You know, you, you you're probably going to sound negative the more honest you are, but there there, there is ways in which you can twist it and present it in a better angle so you know you, you can give people hope that's why I, I like to talk about like empires always fall and this one will fall yeah but it's harder it's harder to sort of portray that now because it's not like one empire i mean there, there is a world government like right now everybody in the world is basically doing the same thing yeah. that's never happened before yeah that, that, that's the world government that's taking directives from a global body yeah. In this case it's the UN and, and the WHO. Yeah. And elements of the, the 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 ruling class in China. But China, I mean, see, see the Chinese ruling class, they they don't really run anything. They they don't really run anything in China. China's China's deeply controlled from the, the darker elements in the Vatican. See the Jesuits, the Jesuits are actually running China. How? Believe it or not. Yeah, the Pope, the Pope's very, very in with the, the communist Chinese. They they have a great deal of influence in that country. Hmm. They're just been used as a pawn. They've been used as like a huge workhorse. Yeah. To sort of dictate the global. They're they're going to be the new America, like the new big superpower that dictates the the culture. Yeah. Well, like you're talking about the the anal swab. And how how long is it going to be before? The UK and Australian government say right the the nasal test it's not as accurate. We need to know who's really got it. so it's not comfy but you need to bend over now and Oh my god. Take an anal swab and they even say twist it twist it inside ten times. <laughs> you sure you got a good sample. It seems so ridiculous, but you know,
1: I saw that video today, and now it just matches exactly what you said. The first social media post that we see, and again, social media post, controlling, programming. <laughs> a, 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 a dummy being fondue. A dummy being having a really great time with this Chinese scientist. <laughs> uh, and now that's gonna be like, well, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised when that comes, or they try to do that. In, Western countries London I think um, will be one of the like I had a friend there who's just come over here from there luckily he managed to move um, and he was part of the first lockdown and was just saying you know how horrible it was where it was dark wintry or maybe you know even worse going into this winter but he managed to get away but he came here and he was like man it was so weird I came back and no one was wearing masks because luckily in Australia we'd gone past that at that point um, but man, it, like even in that short time that he was there, it was like just, again, programming us and um, he didn't really think there was a, like it became normal, our new normal.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a program, they're running a program that's, that's already been planned, like it's just, this isn't a random, there's no way this is random, this has been, this has yeah. been planned intricately. Now I don't think the plans going quite as smoothly as they would like to think. But overall, it's been a success. Yeah. Because people people are people are obeying. But what what they done in the UK was is they they gave people money uh, for low payments not to work. I think it's the same in most places. But they're going to merge that into the universal basic income that we yeah. spoke about earlier, and then you will become you will become a dependent on the government then. Yeah. Like you won't, you won't be autonomous. You you have to play by the rules to get credits to to survive. Yeah. Very dangerous. Very 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 dangerous situation.
1: Credits to survive. Uh, I always think about this, like everything going electric as well. They want to get rid of cars and our oh, global warming and. You know it goes so fucking deep all of these things it's like okay we need to get rid of cars now because cars give you a they're like a horse there's some level of autonomy in there if you don't have a car you can't get away from uh, an army with a tank for let's say um so it's going to be like yeah electric cars of the future well your electric car is now powering on because you have been thinking the wrong opinions sorry robot police have been fucking dispatched to your location (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah the, the, the artificial intelligence is going to be programmed to monitor everything yeah even your private even your private conversations like this one we're having yeah. eventually this is going to run through yeah probably it already is but yeah. eventually it'll, it'll run through a complex oh, well, AI well you upload to apple podcast yeah. what do you think they're doing with it you think
1: they're not getting some kind of information out of it and then telling that information what's the most common word that's being said in podcasts how can we profit from that that's i'm sure would be invaluable information
0: oh data, data is data is priceless data is absolutely priceless man yeah like i i honestly believe if you if you've got some sort of super computer systems that can monitor every single word every post every message every conversation see if you take all that data there'll be complex algorithms that can then figure out what's going to happen in the future
1: yeah
0: like they, they'll be able to see trends emerging before they emerge and then crush it yeah before well, before it grows to a
1: certain extent
0: yeah yeah we're gonna have to yeah, that's write about. each other
1: letters yeah. like honestly because do you, th- do you think if they really wanted they couldn't like just take Telegram down that's the one that we've all moved to but do you think like if they had some fucking people go around to the Telegram CEO's place and go look mate we've got your family uh, if you want to you know live or have them live then you've got to take Telegram down or similar or how they, however they're, they're leaning on the Robin Hood people to be like look mate you need to stop GME stopped from being uh, bought now and then we're going to sell it like that's never happened before like imagine you know blatantly just oh we control your share actually people bought we're going to sell it like that's what's happened and what we're seeing and it's all part of the whole awakening process I guess but um,
0: yeah man it's it's going to accelerate <laughs> yeah I think it will accelerate I think this year it's going to be pretty intense I think I think the the vaccination stuff is going to become very intense. the The way they'll play that is, what they'll say is, is that I see Klaus Schwab again said that unless everybody gets it, yeah. everybody's in danger. Yeah. But at the same time, they say it doesn't actually protect you from this virus, and it doesn't stop you spreading it. Yeah. So I think they'll just trying to play a main game where they're basically saying, look, this virus. Isn't a threat. The vaccine probably doesn't even work. But we're going to make you take it anyway. Just to see if you'll comply. Yeah. Just to see if you can. That, that, that That's that's a control freak, you know. I'm going to make you do it anyway just because we said so. Yeah. It's very, very, very scary. I, I, I think the vaccine program, I think it's going to backfire. I think when people start getting their second jabs and then. Go and have, but see even like, if you get one of the jabs and you're fine, then you get a second jab, and you're okay. What's going to happen when you actually get an illness? How's your body going to react when you've got this new technology? Yeah. You know, swimming around inside you. It's going to
1: fuck up a lot
0: of people. It's going to it's going to backfire, isn't it? It's it's, it's going to backfire. Man, I have seen even them um, the company Merck, they're a big vaccine company. Merck, they they suspended their their covid vaccine because they say it's just it's not going to work and it actually makes sense you know i say to people i say how can they have a vaccine for this disease when the common cold's been around for so long and it's never been cured how how can you possibly cure a virus that constantly changes It, it literally is a big scam yeah I agree. (laughs) And there's a lot of money. I mean, there's a lot of money being made here. See if you follow the money with the the vaccines and the masks and the fucking distancing and hand sanitizer shit. Oh, man. It's a total consolidation of power. Oh, it's a shakedown. It's a total shakedown. Vertical integration. I mean, this is pure hardcore corporate, crony corporate fascism. It's fascist. Yep. It's select big companies that are going to have a monopoly on every single thing. Yeah. Shops, food, entertainment, vaccines, medical. Oh, it's here, man! It's all it, here. it's here. It's, it's all here. It's here in plain view. They've, they've uncloaked. You know, people that are awake are already awake. People are waking up rapidly. But at the same time, I think a lot of people, as people wake up, I think a lot of people just become more deluded. But mm. they just keep, <laughs> they keep getting dumber. Yeah. Scary. It's scary things, man. It really is. But it's, it's it's important now to remember that, you know, we're, we're in we in a simulation. It's probably holographic. It's probably not even real. You know. And if these <laughs> people were so, if these people are so powerful. <clears throat> and they believe in the devil there must be a God you know you, you have to have faith now in a higher power yeah The Divi- divine intervention will probably happen that, that, that's what I really hope I hope like I hope the Bible is literal uh, at this point yeah and the book of revelations <laughs> is true
1: <laughs> mate what, if, it yeah, is, it has to what be. if you know punishment from God from you know hopefully it only happens to them right well, what was the book I think of Revelations? Like, a lot of people, like normal people died too, right? It wasn't just... Well, oh, and I think maybe there was one story of like a rain of fire only taking out like the... Was it the lenders or the...
0: Some... Ah, uh, the money. Yeah, the, the, money the, 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 the lukewarm souls. Yeah. See, the thing is, the, the thing is so, bra like... You, you think about the elites and the, uh, their Satanists and stuff. See, see, a lot of people, like everyday people, the, they, they are Satanists. They just don't think it. I mean, they're, they're selfish. They don't care about each other. They don't care about self. They're self-serving. Yeah. There's, there's, there's many people out there that are just as satanic as the elite. Yeah. You know, they just don't. They, they just don't have the. <laughs> they just don't have the money or the intelligence that they have. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of people that. Are, you know, they don't really care about their future, and that's probably why this is happening. It's like if if you don't care about your, when you see these people that. Are Pander into this shit I mean, they've got kids and stuff. I mean, do they care about their future? Yeah You know, you have to ask the question. Do they really do, do they really do they deserve any better? You know people people get the leaders that they deserve All the politicians are liars and scumbags and they're self-serving But what does that say about the average person that votes them in? Yeah, you know, you, you only get what you put up with Yeah
1: if the you could never have done normal. this. You,
0: you, you, could, you could, never have done this in the the sixties or the seventies, <clears throat> even the eighties and the nineties. You just, you could never have got away with it. Yeah. Even the politicians then wouldn't want to try it because they know people would get pissed off and they would vote them out. But now people, people are so programmed now that they only, they only recognise authority. That that's what matters. Like no matter what logic tells them, signs, they only they only listen to their perception of authority.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just very weak, man, but... That's, you know, that's, that, that's what we expected. I mean, I, I used to worry about these days in 2010, 2011. I used to think, when's this going to happen? Yeah. Are they really going to do this shit? Yeah. And I actually got to a point where, say, 2018, 2019, I'm thinking fair enough things are getting better you know it's probably a bit overblown fuck you man yeah. <laughs> I think everyone we'll to the real world. <laughs> they finally made their move with COVID yeah that's a move man oh it's a, it's a war move
1: yeah I mean you I, gotta I I, you I, gotta make bigger plans and outmaneuver these people that's what it comes down to again bigger steps yeah. like you need to if you actually want to reject them you're not going to be able to do it if you have to fucking work 60 hours a week um in nope. you know, some shitty job are you like you have to develop some sort of autonomy if you truly care about the way the society goes and you want to make sure you have as much influence as possible on it because you know ultimately that's who you know we need to
0: organize the same way that they are Yes, we need we need to get more cynical and more evil and more, you
1: know, pragmatic.
0: More, uh, not evil, but um, scheming. Yeah, tunnel vision. We need to have tunnel vision on our goal. Yeah, rather than being rather than being comfy. I mean, yeah, evil is probably not the right word, but you know, that that's the thing about evil people. They're so they're so persistent. Yeah they so committed, like, they just, they just don't care about anything else. and Yeah. Average good people, they just, people just want to have an easy life. Yeah. Just, they, they just want to hang out with their friends. And yeah, family. plod on. Just be plod on. Don't think about, don't think about this, don't think about that. Just, you know, just be happy with their comforts and stuff. It's, yeah. it's truly sickening, man, but I guess, I, I guess when it's all said and done, People that people that stood up are going to be remembered. People that pandered to—they're going to be crushed anyway. Like it's not as if pandering is going to get you a place at the table. Yeah, you're fucking dead meat. You're dead meat anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you're,
0: you're going to be gone. I mean you, depopulation? You know, is that going to happen? I think it will. I mean. Well I mean, you could probably argue, is, is there too many people? I, I think it's bullshit. I don't, I don't think there's too many people, but these eugenics people that are, you know, running every government in the world, they actually think there's too many people. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's like a power thing. Like eventually, if we just got so big, eventually they wouldn't be able to control us. And it's the same thing. It's it's, it's easier to control two people than it is ten people. So that's uh, it's you know part of their global consolidation of power more so that I think looks like if you know again I wish I was wrong I wish I was I wish we've been wrong this whole time um, on this podcast talking nothing but shit but you know the vaccine is one of the methods of um, global depopulation you know Bill Gates polio vaccine uh, had thousands of deaths in Africa Um, whether was that was planned or don't know obviously I wasn't there just been reading things on the internet Um, but you know that is a a common method for depopulation and you know maybe it doesn't reveal itself until five years time when most of the people that are getting the vaccine are trying to have kids or yes the 10th dose for the fucking fourth variant and then finally your body goes and fucking
0: just
1: (laughs) die from it um Yeah, I think that's probably the most pressing issue is the the forced vaccinations because like, man, think about what is happening here for a second and what we know of the larger pharmaceutical companies and if anything goes wrong, they're not legally liable. So they have literally no reason to not just put poison or whatever in a bottle uh, and, and put it into us because they suffer no consequences and they have the you know, the yeah. media on their side and all the rest of it You know, if, if you want to talk out about vaccines you're a crazy evil anti-science piece of shit and like okay but why are the same companies all producing 30 vaccines that we need to have by the age of 6 which is funded by the government or paid for by the government yeah we're, we're doing free vaccines guys which is just your money being taxed paid to these companies to put shit in you that do you need it? probably not in our society we clean all the rest of it like a lot of these diseases would have naturally gotten uh out of our yeah. society uh anyway wh- when we you know start understood like washing your hands is good de-sterilizing things all that kind of stuff yeah but i don't i don't know obviously i don't know the answers but like you just have to like always err on the side of being more natural being you know less artificial bullshit like we are being poisoned and it goes back to that testosterone thing or anything like your cleaning products have fucking fake garbage in them all of your food um either there's yeah. no nutrition in the source just big empty sugar bomb fruit or like you know again the seed oils or even the animals that you're eating the factory farm and what are they put feeding them the factory farms and anything that an animal uh chemically like absorbs uh you eat it when you uh eat them so like all these things leads to this fucking melting pot of Trying to keep the individual down and in a state of low vibration and um, yeah, man. Well, my laptop's about to die, so I think I'll have to call it here. But why don't you quickly? Um, what are you doing, HK Belvedere? Where can we find you?
0: What are you working on at the moment? I'm currently working on a new book right now. I've wrote three chapters. Cool. It's called the Doctrine. The Doctrine of Suckers. Yeah. It's a very it's a very deep-level, profound book. It's going to be a very long book, so it yeah, well, probably won't be out for a while. I'm going to make it really long, and I'm probably going to have it printed, yeah. so people can buy. Yeah, people can buy a physical copy because e-books. Yeah, a lot of people don't like e I'm also. Uh, I'm speaking to people. Consultation calls. I spoke to a guy in America fifty year old guy the other day there. He, mm-hmm. he wants to start a online brand. Yeah. But he's got imposter syndrome, thinks he's too old. Yeah. I'm on tele, I'm on Telegram, Sages is a circus. I'm on Twitter at HK Belvedere. And that, that, that is about it. That is the only place I really have a a sort of audience. I've gab and stuff but you know it's a bit dead there. Yeah, it's not as so, the, 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 yeah. the main outlets are Twitter, Telegram and obviously in the Lambro Society, but that only applies to to people that are members. Yeah. I'm going to try and be a bit more active in there, because that's a really good that's a really good platform. I do notice when I go in the Lambro app, you know, it's just better programming. Yeah, 100%. You know, you go on Twitter, you go on Twitter. As soon as, as, soon as I go in the Lambro app for five, ten minutes, I just think straight away, self-improvement. Yeah. San Like, why am I not drinking San <laughs> Why am I drinking water? What am I doing here? Tap water. What? Spit it out. <laughs> what? Exactly. Why am I not ramming some beautiful woman? What? When I go in Twitter, I'm like, yeah, I've got a voice and shit. When I go in the Lambros society...
1: Hello. Hi, Sorry about that. Um, yeah, dude. That's great to hear about Lambros. Um, well, I just want to say thank you. That was an awesome conversation. Um, we should chat again soon because I'm sure there will be things to cover. Uh, in, a, in a few yeah. weeks time uh, but thanks so much for doing this for me uh, or with me on the Soulcast
0: um, yeah cool, that, that was really good man excellent sir always a pleasure anytime just hit me up man we'll we'll have a chat very good and
1: I will see you within the Lambrose Society ok so thanks man
0: see you mate see you later